Youth ministry can be difficult, messy, and even awkward at times. This podcast is to help you embrace those moments better. Whether you're full-time, part-time, volunteer, or even a parent, we want to give practical tips to help unpack the weird and fringe moments dealing with youth. And now, here are your hosts for Embrace the Awkward podcast, DJ and Kyle. Well, welcome to part two of episode five of the Embrace the Awkward podcast, where we have one goal in mind. Kyle, what's that goal? Uh, eat more spaghetti? No, it's handle awkward better. Come oh, on. yeah, yeah. You're, this is like, you're, okay, anyway, so <laughs> we are glad to be with you today. We've got an exciting two-part episode about interns. What did we talk about in part one, Kyle? Yeah, so part one, we're all talking about, we kind of talked about uh, seizing the value of interns and utilizing interns um, kind of where they can get the most out of it throughout the summer, um, and we kind of gave some helpful hints on pretty much what can you do to get the most out of your summer intern. Mm-hmm. And so part two, we decided to bring in an intern, um, and he's actually finishing up his summer internship at the church I work at. Uh, and so his name is Derek. And Derek, kind of introduce yourself. Who are you? What are you doing right now? What's your fall plans? I'm Derek. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I work with you, Kyle, <laughs> as he said. Uh, but I am about to go into my sophomore year uh, at Manhattan Christian College over in Manhattan, Kansas. And uh I'm studying youth ministry. I'm um, hoping to do that full time once I graduate in a few years. But for sure. now, that's what I'm doing. All right. And so, for the most part of this summer, what would you say your internship kind of entailed? What's some things you did this summer? Um, slave labor mostly. <laughs> no. Yeah. Full disclosure. <laughs> Derek moved, moved rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Derek was uh, my intern, uh, one of them for this summer. He did a great job. Very impressed. Uh, I think God's going to take him very far in ministry. But as you know, my my episode one, my philosophy is for intern is they get the full experience, good, bad, and ugly of ministry. Mm-hmm. And Derek got pretty much all three at various times. Hopefully it wasn't too bad. We didn't scare him away, but what's some things you did this summer? <laughs> well, you, you pretty well threw me into the deep end every now and then. So, I mean, definitely, <laughs> definitely the good, bad, and the ugly was there. But I definitely got some good experience teaching, for one, this summer, which I hadn't really done much before, but also just dealing with different students, dealing with student leaders, and having to figure out, you know, kind of that, that balance, figuring out where I sit in all of that, what I can say, what I can't say, you know, what, what works there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Derek, do you mind sharing your age? I'm 19. Okay. So 19. you just finished your freshman year of college uh, and your degree title would be what exactly? So technically my degree title is a bachelor of science in biblical leadership with a, uh, a track in worship and pastoral preaching and an emphasis in youth ministry. Wow. Wow. That that's like three papers uh, worth that's it for a degree. Way bigger than my communications. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, that's a mouthful. Um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna interview you today, ask you some questions. We asked our Facebook community for some questions as well, so we're gonna draw from that. Um, so the first question I'm gonna pull comes straight from the Embrace the Awkward podcast community from Jared Bernard. And he says this. Why is it okay to have curtains on all windows except car windows? Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of windows are mostly for aesthetics, but I feel like car windows, those are more necessary for sight. 
um, outside of your moving vehicle. And and some cars do have windows. I mean, you, you've seen, like, the old vans, the old, like, Winnebago's kind of count. You know, you can put a window on that, but not quite your that's true. Your your sedan. Wow, that's that's a very detailed answer. I was not. Wow, I was not saying that at all. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Let's give let's give one more, more. from yeah, the, yeah. the Facebook community here. So this comes from Dave Raider. He says, "So tell me exactly how." Yeah, how? Through Christ, I can do all things. That's oh, shut how. up! Yeah. <laughs> <That was. laughs> oh, he is he is primed, primed and ready for ministry right there. <laughs> Sunday school answer, moments notice. Good job. <laughs> so I've got one more for you here. This one comes from my comment on the Facebook group, but not the one you think it is. Are you ready? Here is my question for you: How do you lead students to develop a proficient understanding of the balance between God's grace and human accountability? Great question. <laughs> let's, let's go, nineteen-year-old. Who go? Yeah. C- can I hear the question one more time? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> you don't have to. I'm just kidding. That was one of the questions I had to. I had. They, I when I was interviewing for a job, I had. They sent like a fill out these questions, and they were like, it shouldn't be very, you know, a couple paragraphs, and then they sent like these wildly theological questions that I sent like multiple like pages worth wow. of an answer on. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of leads us. What's probably the most difficult or the hardest part about this summer? So this summer, it's it's a lot different than what you see in college, right? So it's <laughs> it's not what they they teach you when you go to class. It's not you know, here's the correct answer to you know who was the son of Solomon. It's like <laughs> no, we. It's not as much about your Old Testament history knowledge. It's it's more focused on application. So I think the hardest. Part for me for this summer has been recognizing, you know, what areas I'm not going to learn in school and having to to kind of reconcile with the fact that I'm about to spend another, you know, three years um, and have to only learn these things during the summer during internships when really it, it feels almost more like they're going to be way more applicable than what I learned there. Hmm. Right? Okay. Okay. So on the on the other side of so from I'm thinking from from when you were a student. Um, so what about your youth ministry experience made you want to become an intern once you could fill that role like what was so cool about your your experience as a student that made you want to be a leader after oh yeah 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 so for those of you who don't know kyle was also my youth pastor uh when i was a a wee child a year ago so many years ago (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and while while in youth group i was able to really experience what i consider the full youth group experience um, where I was able to, to take leadership positions and to to kind of lead with my friends, but also able to experience all of the events and do everything there and just have a good time. And so kind of why I wanted to continue pursuing youth ministry is it's where I felt at home, and it's something I was incredibly passionate about. I mean, seeing seeing students worship, seeing students, you know, have that sort of aha moment uh, where they, they kind of get it, that is really kind of just an unbeatable thing. And so being able to to do that full time uh, is something that's really inspiring or exciting. I think for my future. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, before you felt kind of called into youth ministry, what did you want to do? Yeah. So before that, I was searching for anything else that I could do, <laughs> um, and finding no luck. I mean, I I dabbled around with marketing, um, hospitality management. So like, I don't know, like running a, a 
coffee shop. I don't even know where I was planning on taking that one. Okay. <laughs> um, but all sorts of, of different things to just kind of try and fill the idea of like, you know, maybe, maybe you don't want to do youth ministry. You don't make any money. Find something else. Um, but yeah. Okay. So this summer you uh, had to kind of come up with your own teaching series, if you will, sermon series. Um, kind of share that process because this was the first time you've ever had that opportunity mm-hmm. to come up with a teaching series to see how a, sermons, a sermon arc would work, all that. What was some things you noticed about it? What was some things you enjoy, didn't enjoy, difficulties, all that? Yeah. Well, but first I have a question yeah. for you to get to that. Did yeah. no, like same along the same lines, but did Kyle like throw you off the defense? Go like, hey, write a sermon series and then walk away. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I mean, he, he he came in afterwards, but he, it was I liked how he did it. He started us off with, we you guys get to to teach a sermon series, you know, this summer. What do you want to do? Um, and then just kind of let us stew for 15, 20 minutes where we were like, oh, I, have, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> we, we could talk about so many things. Yeah. <laughs> Such power. Like, I don't know, the Bible? Yeah. Is, is, that, is that a series? All right, you narrowed it down to that. Okay. <laughs> Next step. <laughs> yeah, then we were able to kind of work into the the idea of, you know, what what did we maybe not understand as much when we were in high school a year ago? Because we, uh, Rebecca, the other intern, she's also 19, and she... She did this with me, and so we were able to kind of bounce off the ideas back and forth off each other of just what what did we not understand? What concepts did we not grasp? And so we kind of started playing around with the ideas of, of jealousy and envy and um, even kind of idolatry, although that, that was maybe more of like a, a sub-idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but And in the end, we came up with kind of a series about how to overcome judgment, how to overcome uh, comparison and comparing yourself to others. Um, yeah. And so each of these interns did a, th- a three-week series with this attachment or th- with this topic, I should say, um, and both kind of focus on different aspects but under the same umbrella. And they it, it worked really well. Um, they have completely different teaching styles. Um, so now that you've kind of done a sermon uh, series or teaching series, what would you say your teaching style or what you are thinking your teaching style will be? Um, I like to think it's it's fairly down to earth, but at the same time, on the flip side of that, I can get to the point where I'm almost self-deprecating in my teaching. Okay, <laughs> where I'm just like, you guys are listening, or you're not. I don't care. But, <laughs> but he did say that once. Yes, I, I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like to try and make the messages as much as they can sound like they're coming from a person, rather than just from you know, the pastor who's over you, who's going to try and lead you. It's more of, I am, I'm a peer who's also gone through becoming a follower of Christ. And here's what I learned. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of switching subjects. What is one experience or thing you wish you had or done, or you've experienced that you just didn't get a chance to do this summer? You thought about that? Yeah. Um, it's, it's not quite the time that, uh, our church really does it, but I, I'm still waiting for the day that I get to baptize a kid. I, I'm mm. I'm so excited for when I get to. <laughs> DJ, have you have baptized a student yet? I've not. Okay. Nope. It, not. It's really cool the the aspect, um, and it's a, definitely a ministry highlight. Uh, but it's it's difficult because every church baptizes things and people differently. I should say baptizes things, not things <laughs> people differently. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so. W- 
that's uh, always a ministry highlight. Um, but at the same time, my first time it, people, I baptized someone, it was a freezing cold lake <laughs> in South Dakota in February. And they wanted to get baptized in a lake and not at the church. So I almost froze my toes off <laughs> just to get baptized. So that was my first baptism experience. Wow. I don't even remember the student. I apologize if you're <laughs> listening. Um, I just remember how cold it was. <laughs> Hey, so we have to ask this question on the Embrace the Awkward podcast. What would you say is the most awkward moment you encountered during your internship? Yep. We ask everyone this. Uh, <laughs> and you're the first person we ask. I'm, the first, yeah. I'm glad, glad I, I make up the population of everyone. Yeah. No pressure representing here. The really here esteemed club you're yep. in. Now. Um, <laughs> uh, most awkward situation was probably actually this last weekend uh we were doing a game uh it was like know your bro it was basically the newlywed game uh, where we had siblings go up and they had to answer questions for each other Mm. and so we asked the questions uh or we asked the siblings a question what would your sibling do that would get them in jail if they were going to go to jail yeah what would be they go to jail for and it's just supposed to be very funny and so we were going down the line. Everyone was like, oh, stealing, talking too much, public urination, just like the weird stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then one girl turns around her, her board and it says school shooting. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Derek and I looked at each other like, uh, how do we transition out of this? Because we're both MCs yeah. at this game. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so we just kind of had to say, all right, who's next? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, we didn't really address it. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about how that was a joke. And she was, I talked to her later, and it was just more of a just spur of the moment, funny. She didn't understand that it was about her particularly and all that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> so flip the coin. What's been the most rewarding experience? Mm. I got to to preach the gospel, which was really fun. It was It was more than just, you know, a lesson about, you know, here's how you – you don't judge someone. Here's how you don't hate someone. It was, you know, sometimes we, we all need help. Um, not judging, not hating, not hating ourselves. Um, so it was about going to, to the person who helps us first. And that, that was Jesus. And so I got to do like a whole response time, um, up where I had students come up and pray in front of the stage. And it was, it was a really awesome experience. Mm, Cool. And he did very well. Uh, God really used him that night, and we had several students who really kind of uh, reevaluated their relationship with God and wanted to kind of grow in that. Yeah. Cool. So let's pull another one from the Facebook community here. Okay. Um, so this is coming from Jared Menard again. He has several good ones on here. He said, would you rather live in the Pokemon universe or live in a normal universe without anything awesome or fun or life-giving? I don't understand why you wouldn't want to live in the Pokemon universe. Right. Like, if, if these are your options of like, I, either go live in like the Matrix, like where you just you see it from the outside and it's boring, or like go have a Pikachu. Like, yeah, that's go, <laughs> go get yourself a Sparkle Mouse, we're, man. We're gonna have to ask if does Jared hate Pokemon? Yeah. Is that why he asked this question? We yeah. Don't so know. please, please post or comment on something and let us know. Like, do you hate? Pokemon? Are we taking a stance like a political? Yeah, is there something stand? we're missing? I mean, are, yeah, are we like? I haven't. I mean, like, yeah, this is a serious deal. Yeah, I mean, they're called pocket monsters. So For yeah. maybe they're dangerous, and I they're everywhere. They yeah. they have gyms. They work out everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I used to go chat. Anyway, so um, here's another one. Is it normal to listen to Nickelback for four hours straight while daydreaming about failed relationships from high school that just didn't work out? Mm. I don't know that it's normal. It's it's normal to do sad things. This this qualifies for sure as a sad thing um, that you maybe shouldn't do past the age of like twenty one. Um, but you, you get, also should you get, never listen to like Nickelback number? for that yeah. long. Like, <laughs> so you're saying listening to Nickelback is not even normal after 21. Oh, after 21. Well, not, not necessarily Nickelback after tw- just Nickelback for like more than like 10 minutes is kind of like, are you okay? Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> you need some help. <laughs> so a more serious one. This is one of the last ones from our Facebook community. Um, Serena said, why is it important from a student perspective to connect to adults who are not your parents, grandparents, or family members? So what's the importance of like intergenerational relationships past your family, basically? Yeah. So the main importance that, you know, that can be seen in comes after graduation. So it's when the students move out of the house, they move off to college and they have to, to find their own church. They have to, you know, try and find a way to be a Christian and not be in the youth group at the same time. And so it's those relationships that um, kind of provide that student with kind of a mold or a guide of, you know, how do I take this into the real world? How do I, how do, I do this that aren't just your parents? Because no one wants to be like their parents. Everyone is kind of like, all right, mom. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it provides you an example to look at. Right. So, so studies show that the biggest factor to a student taking their relationship past high or taking their relationship <laughs> with God yeah. Yeah. <laughs> past, right, right. past high school um, is that is intergener relationships and and you yeah that's so right. And there's been several studies where it's kind of called the five to one ratio. Mm-hmm. Five Christian adults pouring into every one student is the biggest factor of students keeping their faith after high school. Yep. And and so it's so important to have small group leaders, youth pastors, parents, all that. Uh, and even now, summer in, uh, summer interns <laughs> pouring into the students. So, just a, a few more questions uh, that I have is: so, if you if you could do this uh, internship over again, would you? And you can be honest. Like, okay, are we saying like next summer I come back and do it again, or like the fact that that's how we started the answer? I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, <it's, laughs> I, I, I'm saying. Was this maybe a different way of saying it, it? Was this a value to you that you would recommend even this summer to someone else who hasn't done it? So not you come back next summer, but was this whole thing at least would you say somewhat worth it? Absolutely, it was. It was a great time, and I I definitely learned a lot. Um, the reason I say you know do I have to do it again next summer? <laughs> <laughs> well, now is, is that there's no like, invite. I'm I'm yeah. revoking the invite okay. if there was okay. one. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. Is I feel like you know you can learn a lot more from going to to different kinds of churches. So uh, we go to a, a medium ish sized church, and I I'm still curious to see how youth group functions in you know smaller churches, how it functions in you know almost a mega church setting. And so I I'm still looking for those experiences. But for what it was this summer, for you know. If this was like the data point of like here is youth ministry in a, a mid-sized church, it was a wonderful experience, and I think can totally be turned to in the future um, for me of just you know what what do I do? I, I think that's so good 
Uh, I would encourage all interns or people who are thinking about going into ministry, if you, whether you're in college or not, you have an opportunity to be a summer intern, try to do a wide variety of churches. The more internships, the better. Uh, small churches, big churches. Get out of your churches. denomination. Yes, get out of your denomination. Uh, if you only experience youth ministry in the church you grew up in, you're going to be hindering your what you could bring to the table for your church because no church is like any other. I mean, we have the same gospel, but everyone has different methods and ways to communicate, cultures. So, yeah, I think that's very wise um, to kind of try to get a wide variety of experiences. Yeah. Uh, so probably a shorter question, but so if someone is listening right now and they're thinking about, yeah, I've kind of felt like maybe I should do an internship with the, with the youth ministry, but I don't really know. What, what advice would you give someone who's kind of on the fence about serving a, a summer internship? You've got a whole life. It's three months. If you're on the fence, it's worth a shot, right? I mean, I had a, a great time with it. Um, I know my Rebecca, my other in, counterpart intern, I guess, <laughs> she, <laughs> she had fun with it. And it's just a really good experience. If you're even dabbling with the idea of like, do I, do I try in youth ministry? Do I even try and become like a, a youth leader somehow? Um, it's a good intro almost. That's It's almost kind of like, um, immersion therapies, right? So like when someone's trying to, to learn a new language, mm. there's the idea of, hey, if you're learning Spanish, go stay in Spain for a week and you'll mm. know more than anyone who's taken a class for two years. And so it's kind of kind of that level of, well, now I, I get it a lot more because I've, I've done it and walked alongside people who are doing it with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that um, I've always tried to instill on internships, whether I was an intern myself, that was a few years ago, or as Just a, a youth, few years yeah, ago. <laughs> or as a youth pastor who has interns, um, is not just getting the full experience of ministry, but also help, hopefully, confirming your call or moving down that path of confirming your call if you go into youth ministry. Because I think the greatest tragedy is someone going into youth ministry and they don't really want to be a youth pastor. I think that's a, does a disservice for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. So the question to you, and you might not be able to answer it, but if you can, great. Do you feel even more called to go into youth ministry? Why or why not? I do. I think um, I, think I understand where the passion comes from a little more now that I did when I was just like, Oh, I really like this. <laughs> <laughs> I can play dodgeball every week. Yeah, that's great. Pizza. I'm to grow yeah. up. I like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I really, I get where the, the passion lies and it's with helping students um, alongside that, that road in their, their personal relationships. And even outside of that, of just being a lot of students first experience with the church and with, um, gospel of just being that that sort of front door that a lot of church ministries don't always have as much opportunity to be. Um, and so I feel like that's really something that I've picked up this summer that I've found that I'm I'm more passionate about, that I, I understand more. Mm. Um, and so that's really helped me to to kind of hone what I think my calling is. And so Okay. Mm. Hey, okay, Derek, so this is kind of rapid fire question time. Uh, we have some very highly debatable or uh, divisive questions that we need you to answer without thinking, just go answer those questions. You ready? got a list here. Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, go. You were going to ask it. You asked the first one, right? 
Oh, okay, never mind. Okay. I I no, stop. Don't go. This is pretty rapid fire, guys. Okay. I don't know. I can't take it. Sorry, I don't have the okay, question. Okay, I got All right, here we go. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Should we? No, no, no. I like okay, it. Okay, okay. Great. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Sure. And here we go. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, because a hot dog is still a hot dog outside of the bun. Wow. That's right? Okay. That's really good, right? That's really good. <laughs> okay. Is cereal a soup? No, it's a stew. Okay. What is the most ridiculous fact you know? Um, I don't know. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? Oh, it's the best. What kind of secret society would you like to start? I don't know. Probably one that, like, enjoys Pokemon worlds. I don't know, Jared. <laughs> if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Probably birds. Toilet paper over or under? Over. What's the best type of cheese? All of it. What is the strangest place you have gone to the bathroom? <laughs> now we're getting personal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't usually keep track of that. Camp? Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. In one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? <laughs> um, Too long. How many yeah, chickens sorry. would it take to kill an elephant? I don't know. Two if they're highly trained. (laughs) (laughs) Last one. What is the most imaginative insult you can come up with for Kyle? (laughs) I will shave your beard with a rusty crack spoon. Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I'm actually a little intimidated right now. (laughs) So I have one final question for you. Okay. Choose. Between... Interning for Kyle or interning for your hero? Wow. Wow. That <laughs> yeah, and I think we could safely say you can be honest in this situation because I know what I would choose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you to define. I would love to choose for Dolly Parton. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. De- so define hero. Someone. Wait, wait. Can I also be his hero? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. That's fine. Just kidding. I'm not expecting that. Well, I mean, it's not fully off, but I mean, your, I mean, like your superhero, your or idol, real the, yeah. I mean, a superhero or a person, like mm. your your person that you're like Iron Man. It, yeah, that's tough. Iron Man. It'd be yeah. terrifying to intern for Iron Man, though. No, like all you'd get to do is just polish his right. like that's all he's gonna take you to battle or anything. Well, I mean, technically Spider-Man, right? He had the internship with Tony Stark, you yeah. know, internship sure, in air quotes. True. He, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're getting way too deep into maybe, this question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so. My personal hero, I would consider to be my dad, um, who I've spent most of my life with. That's crazy. Really, really all of my life. Yeah, that's, so, I mean, that's deep. Crazy. Yeah, that's deep. It's, it's pretty wild. So I would still intern for you, Kyle, just because I. <laughs> I'm pretty familiar with him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty well know what's going to happen. Is though. chores kind of like an internship <laughs> when you're growing up? <laughs> then you had 18 years of internship experience yeah. before you even came exactly. to me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, on the last two episodes, we have talked about interns. We've talked with an intern. Derek, it was awesome having you here today. We were glad yes, that you, you joined us. Yeah, Thanks fun. for letting us like roast you with questions and <laughs> taking the hot seat. And thank you for the Facebook community for adding any questions that you put on there, too. Yeah, for sure. So uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram, join the Facebook community, and thanks for listening. And thanks for being our friend. Love awkward pauses. We'll see you next time.